everybody. It's good old JR Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame, and the voice of AEW Wrestling. And you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast. You're going to love Battery Acid. Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again coming to you live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. We are broadcasting from the Wayland Corporation Studios, overlooking the crystal clear waters of the now frozen and sturgeon infested waters of Lake Winnebago. This is the Bad Medicine Podcast. My name is Mason Quinn. To my right, a man who never met a bucket he didn't like. The answer, Andrew. To my far left, a man who lives on ice cream and macaroni and cheese, Diamond Dave Damone. And to my immediate left, the man with the iron stomach, so he thought, the Appleton Oak Dave Bay. Brutal. Guys, what a day it was. Yeah, what a day it was. My, my ass. For new segments well, on the Bad Medicine Podcast. That's what we were discussing. We are coming to you with a new segment. It'll be dropping shortly. We got it in the hands of our lovely editor, who does a he does a pretty good job. Does have lovely hands. You won't hands. name names. <laughs> he has lovely hands. The review you didn't know you need. Or no, the review you didn't need. Just flat That's out. Right. The reviews. That's, we're gonna be doing reviews that nobody actually needs, but we have fun with them. That's yeah. the long and short of it. Yep. Stay tuned. And guys, do They'll us a favor, drop a comment, give us some likes, subscribe, bang that bell so you get Updates. I got it. <laughs> so you get updates about all of our new uh, content that why we got we, out there. Why do we have the guy who is least active on social media? I think we do it each week this, for our own entertainment. It's the way to help Quinn, them. T- tell them how they can follow us on social media. Go to the the YouTube www on, on, on your home PC. Windows ninety five. Don't brother. Double click the like button. Hey, uh, you know times. how many those America Online CDs I got to burn through? <laughs> They're just stacked up in my living room. America Online used to get like 10 like the, 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 the hard disks that you had oh, to load yeah. one at a time. You get 80 free hours. I just remember getting those in the mail. 80 free hours? That's amazing. That's uh, crazy. Now they got mail. I could download two pornographic pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pictures. Yeah. Not it's, video. It's 16 hours. To swing us back real quick to... <laughs> The review you didn't need, such a good folks. Job. This is just going to be a quick segment uh, that we're going to put on Facebook for for the pod. We're going to do any and all reviews. Better, and you better get that on the Instagram and the TikTok well, if you want some views. Eventually, ah, so even if I you know, know somewhere we're, not we're on gonna TikTok. Yeah, we're not on TikTok. It too much uh, insecurities on that with their security. Ah, we were yeah. uh-huh. but if. Folks, friends of the podcast out there have anything they want us to review now. It is literally in your hands because we are going to do anything and everything with the review. Well, hold on here. I'm not going to like jump out of an airplane without a parachute to see if it hurts. Okay. Well, nothing that's going to kill us it, or physically how about harm products? us. Products. What if the plane products is- that are within reasonable? <laughs> ah, you should try the new this or that or that or this. What if the plane's on the ground? AR five hundred bulletproof vest. Does it really work? <laughs> does it? Does a bulletproof vest really work? Brought to you by Mason Quinn. Let's find out. Gun challenges would actually be fun once it warms up a little bit. Yeah. You know? God, will it ever warm up? I'm so sick. Why do we even live in Wisconsin? Because the four seasons are nice. Winter is just I like two because there's in only order to do certain activities reasons. you have to have very cold weather and mm-hmm. that's part of living in Wisconsin like I don't know sturgeon spearing out on the ice and hunting for 
dinosaur. Dinosaur. That's what I just love saying. I just I'm going dinosaur hunting, which is that. That's so what I answer, do. Answer. You are a dinosaur hunting enthusiast. Yeah, Chris I, Pratt's got nothing on you. Let's just <laughs> start it right then. Well, and he there. becomes friends with them and tries to train them. Uh, this is uh, the elusive creature that I, you try to spear in the fresh waters of Lake. So Winnebago. wait, you're not trying to catch any raptors out there? No, there's no, no raptors. Zero raptors unless it's in your garage. Um, yeah, so what you do is you you cut a, I believe it's four by two <laughs> foot hole, and uh, you just look down the hole and see if you can see a sturgeon, and you have this nice big long spear, and you throw it through there and try to spear it. And uh, they're bottom feeders, so they, they're usually on the bottom, so you want to be able to try and see bottom. And my shanty, I could see 12 feet down. Can you explain Some to people the, have to seen the 16. what a shanty is for sh- those who don't live in Wisconsin? A shanty, is, it's, you know, it's just basically a shack. Uh, mine is like an outhouse? Uh, yeah, bigger, twice the size of an outhouse. <laughs> Some people might use it, use it as an outhouse if they have to. Bucket. Emergency situations. But, uh, yeah, and it's it's – Surrounded by sheet metal insulation. I have carpeting in there. I have a two burner stove that. Oh, it's such luxury. Within, yeah, it's propane within five minutes. It's nice and toasty in there, except for how cold it was today. It was negative 11 when I got out there. So, so you sit out there all brutal. day. You don't come, you don't go out there for a little bit and then come back. Once you're out there, you're out there all day. I want, you're out there, you're out there because you, you pretty much come prepared with everything you need. The Forerunner. Got out there right, nice and easy. So then gets got stuck a little bit yesterday. Just rocked her once, twice, right back out. Yeah, Should have had them BFGs. The, on G- there. the Chevy Avalanche of my brothers. We had to get the shovel for him, and then my other buddy had a. We we're trying to figure out where we we're going to cut holes on Friday. Yeah. And how do you <laughs> pick where you're going to cut a hole? Yeah. We just uh, good matter. question. I mean, you, have to, you have to find like a, the right depth. I mean, is there, is there certain features that you look for on the lake, certain spots, or do you uh, just you'd... roll out and say, "Ah, it's about twelve feet deep here. Fuck it, let's cut a hole in the ice." For the most part, you don't really know how deep it is unless somebody else has already been there. Like my uncle was already cut in on Thursday, so you could cut in. You just couldn't have your spear out there, so that way you're not going illegally. Because are you cutting in with a chainsaw or what? Do you yeah, use? a chainsaw that was that's uh, two feet long is the chain. A and twenty. I've seen some bar. of these things. A twenty-four inch bar chainsaw, yes, it which is, is insane. For those of you not familiar with chainsaws, standard is usually anywhere between fourteen and eighteen. And you start getting over twenty, that's a pretty heavy-duty yeah, chainsaw. It's like Leatherface. Well, we need it because yeah, uh, and you cut the cut it at an angle so that way when you're sitting in the shanty you can see out further. But uh, yeah, it's uh, one year like our blade was like this much long enough to get through the ice all the way to be able to cut the holes. Otherwise, it wasn't getting all the way through the ice. Otherwise. So people who wonder that it's safe. You know, yes, people do go in because they're they drive like idiots, or they're like you read heard the story that they're near an open water yeah, and we get saw, too uh, close and go in. Where I cut in, that's how thick the ice was. That's fine. That's great. You can easily drive on it. I mean, I had a newbie with me, and my girlfriend came out. This is her second time ever on a lake, so she was very like frozen, frozen lake, lake or a frozen lake. lake. Okay, frozen <laughs> lake and lake, <laughs> Fro- and lake. No, uh, a frozen lake. So. Yeah, she was getting anxious on the way there. Uh, made sure made sure she had a cocktail to kind of ease her nerves. Maritime law. Now it's been my experience that when you do winter activities with your girlfriend or spouse or whatever, the number one thing to make care to take care of is that they're warm. 
Because if they're mm-hmm. not warm, they're going to be miserable and unhappy, and then you're going to be unhappy. Did you prepare her accordingly I'd for the I let weather? her know. Like, like, she was wondering how warm it was going to be in the shack. I told her the dual burners will get nice okay. and warm, but okay. she did realize she's like, I am going to have to get better, heavier-duty boots that, I, that she had because the ones that she had weren't keeping her feet warm enough. But, I mean... Like I said, it's real cold. Even with the, I have insulation and even rubber matting underneath my carpet. So uh, I'm not trying to cut you off. Quick question: carpet. So yeah. with Whoa. with the heat, because you you mentioned multiple mm-hmm. times that you have heat in there. What is the optimal heat that you want? Yeah, you don't want it to be too yeah, don't comfortable. Uh, yeah. Like uh, today like though, guy. today my brother had it so warm in his, he was sitting in his shirt. <laughs> he was, he was like using a lot of propane. He was in his he was in his jeans and a shirt. Meanwhile, his his thirteen year old son never took his coat off. Me, like I go in the sweatshirt and I'll have the bibs, and I'm going in and out because because it's a sport you can do drinking. That's why I like. What, what is uh? What's the uh? Because I think a new person's concern, I would guess, would be like, okay, obviously, if you have it heated up too much and you're on top of ice, is there a point to where you would melt yourself down into the lake? But if you're talking 18 inches of ice or something like that, and the ice is covered, so you said there's... See, see, you cut your hole, you put your shanty over the top of it, and then you bank it with more snow. So that insulates it. And the shanty's not actually sitting directly on the ice. There's like skis and stuff. Uh, Mine mine is sitting directly on the ice because I have a running gear on it that I can go 60 on the highway with it and it won't bounce. And it... You take out two bars and it flips up and the whole thing goes down onto the ground. Oh, so yours sits flat. Mine sits flat. you still have rubber and carpet in there? Yes. Now, some people, what I've seen um, in pictures and on the news, I've never been out surgeon spearing. I haven't been ice fishing since I was a kid. Some people have like fancy setups. And yeah. I mean like- Ice castles. M- like mini like cabins and stuff yeah. like that. My my uncle, him and, his, him and his wife go in the same shanty. You walk in in the middle, and there's holes on both sides because they'll both Google they, like fancy they, ice they, shanty they, or something. Fancy ice shanty, fancy. Because I've I've seen some shanty. pretty ridiculous stuff. I'm right there with you, Oak. I've seen some stuff where it pulls on like a tandem axle, and you get it out there, and like you said, it looks like a cabin on wheels. Yeah, I mean, look at some of these places on the inside. I think Ice Castle is the brand that's really luxurious. So answer, they'll, they'll have something like that, too. As, yeah. you're, as you're bringing some of these pictures up, kind of give us a, a close description of what maybe yours might look like so we can get a, a picture painted. Is this like yours, Andrew, where it flips down like that? No, mine does not. Mine doesn't flip down like that. It Mine has the wheels underneath it, and then, like, the running gear goes up, so then it, it plops it oh, down okay. on the ice. I guess. I, I I've seen people with the ones like that. I really don't care for those or even the ones on the skis because one on the skis don't sit flat. So then you have to really make sure you bank because yeah. otherwise that light gets in and the light scares away the sturgeons. Yeah. So my here's ah, the, here's see? the interesting thing about sturgeon spearing that uh, that I always find a little bit humorous is that you cut this hole in the ice. You have once a year that you can. Um, that you can spear these fish and the, the, the DNR in Wisconsin for as much as people give them shit. I think they do a pretty good job with the sturgeon, not the sturgeon general this year. No, not the sturgeon, sturgeon general. general. What? Get it like surgeon general. No, there, no, but there is a sturgeon general that's in hot water for selling the caviar right now. Oh, oh that's Jesus. Right. Oh, that went to high school with them. We're bad. in the same class. That's where, uh, together. that's where caviar comes from, that's, from that's sturgeon. But I would, I would imagine it's, it's funny right because here. you sit there oh, yeah. and you're out there all day, but, 
I mean, theoretically speaking, while you're pissing in a bucket or turning to crack open a new beer, that could be the moment mm-hmm. to where this yeah. thing you just looked away because they it. swim pretty slow, don't they? Like they, they move they'll kinda. they'll they'll go a little less, like a little just nice and slow. But if they get spooked, obviously they'll yeah take they off. dart. Yeah. So it's like you could literally you know be out there for twelve hours, and if you looked away for thirty seconds, you could completely miss it. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch! And there's so, and so, you've talked about there's guys that have gone out for. 20 30 years so if you're watching i would like to know if you're obviously this is probably going to be something a little bit more uh, narrowed down to the people that are from the midwest or the wisconsin you mean california area. people don't know but I don't, are there sturgeon like minnesota and michigan and yeah stuff there, like that? There, okay. there's freshwater sturgeon everywhere okay. what is what is the longest seasons. you've ever heard of somebody going sturgeon spearing and not getting anything there was a guy that um i used to work with and i want to say he said a buddy of his was going for 32 years straight and never got one uh, my oh. brother hasn't gotten one since 98 when he got out of the Navy. That was the last time he got one. 1998. And you go every year kind of because it's tradition. You hang mm-hmm. out. It's a good reason to drink with your buddies and stuff like that. Well, opening but, day was like the I went off of Brother Town. And usually it should take to get onto the lake and like where mine was. Because what was nice about having the GPS in your vehicle is I put the pin down. So I knew exactly where to go you know, to get exactly to my shack. exactly where you're going. But uh there was a line, like, because there was a bridge, uh, bridge, a bridge to cross. A you know, crack? Yeah, because there was a two-foot crack. Those <laughs> bridges are... Jesus. Those now, are, the, the average person hearing this... <laughs> All right. Why, why do you thinking, think my girlfriend was so, like, anxious the whole time? Two-foot crack in the ice. Now, in order for think. somebody to lay down a bridge, somebody had to be the first person to notice the two-foot crack <laughs> in the ice. Um, little, little problem wait, Is there, Andrew, is there, um, is there a, uh, like... Can you have too many cars out on the lake? Like, does the DNR no, like? They, all right, yeah, guys. No, uh, you got that's too much. Go back. Go back. I but, mean, is there a certain point like, where they cut to, it off? To cross that bridge, though, the line waiting to cross the bridge because you should really only go one at a time. Even though the idiot earlier today went, oh, they're two feet on there. I can go with them. I've seen ice Jesus. road truckers. Yeah. I know how to drive. So the the line was was probably a good half mile back. Of cars waiting oh, to get to geez. cross that bridge, so then they could go whichever direction they needed to go. Like I needed to cross the bridge and then go south. I can't. I can't. I don't know, man. I just out, out on a like I'm okay taking a quad out a snowmobile or, a or snowmobile or walking out on foot thick ice. You know, like because <laughs> what do they say? Four inches of ice can hold For, up to two hundred pounds. The average person six inches. You know, yeah, you can walk like, out. You can walk out on it. If, if there's a foot, you're pretty safe walking out on ice. Like mm-hmm. anytime there's a foot of ice, and I think like. What is it for like a quad or a snowmobile? They say I mean, eight to twelve you, inches. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you wanted to less, you, actually because the weight yeah. spread out. Like, you you'd love to. Inches. You'd love to have yeah, like ten to twelve for it to just be so you're just safe. Yeah, God, I would. But have, it was like I said, it just, was probably like it's just some of these trucks, man. It's like you're going out and get like eighteen <laughs> inches of ice. Yeah, you I mean, going you're you're not going through it, but man, and and I will say, like we said earlier, the the video that we saw in the news today of the guy who went through was probably 50 yards from open water, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, eh, if the ice is 18 inches thick someplace, it's probably not 18 inches thick away <laughs> from, like, open, open water. I get if there's, like, a crack and you get yeah. shifts in these sheets and stuff and there's some open water there, but this is just, like, open. 
like that was what was fun what like waiting for the ice to settle underneath me or someone Hearing to drive by because you'd hear <laughs> and her like what is that what is that it's like it's fine it's fine the ice is settling you're okay yeah, right well, well, well then then yeah we weren't like she rolled the, more, the windows the, yeah. the more the, the closer and closer we got to the lake the worse it was and then i was like oh yeah by the way when you get on the lake don't have your don't keep your seatbelt on and she's wait what 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 are you talking about i was like just take your seat. Just take your seat. And, and now, did you uh, say this to her like you're completely calm and in control? Like you're Bruce Willis in an action movie, right? I was. I was. Cool. I was like, you'll be. Oh, I was like, you'll be fine. And like she was texting her friends, and the one that lives in Chicago was like, "That sounds like some white people shit sitting it out on abs- a lake, staring through a is. hole." Well, so now a lot of people might ask Andrew, "Why would you want to go spear a sturgeon?" Yeah, it's not like they're delicious or good to eat. Uh, the first thing you do if you do happen to get one other than, you know, register and everything is you go to your local uh, car wash and take a pressure washer to it because it senses bonding feeders, especially in the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago. You got to wash that gook off. That's what he sounds a lot disgusting. Of, a lot of slime. A lot huh? of slime. It's like a nice Yuck. layer. Really? Nice layer. I, I bet the car uh, car washes just love when they see the guys <laughs> pull up and they're throwing these stinky fish on the floor and blasting them with the pressure washer. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, it's... See, what I like is I just love going out there, getting away from everything. It's enjoyable. That's why some people, you know, they <laughs> love their hunting. They love their fishing. It's just something to go out there and do and then I've... Would you mount it if you uh, if you I, got one? Would you have it? Mounted? I would mount it because yeah. uh, I've had it smoked and it's not that good. The only time I ate it that it was actually really good is my dad made it with scrambled eggs. Like he mixed it in with scrambled eggs and made it. It was it was re- I didn't think you were Spanish. Don't knock it till you try it. I, you know, I didn't think you were no, supposed I'm to eat it. No, I'm gonna knock it till I try it because I'm not gonna try it until somebody proves me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the best fish I've ever had was catfish, deep fried catfish, and that was. Yes. Uh, I would have not thought that catfish would be the best fish I've ever had. I have had the uh, the caviar eggs that mm-hmm. are a huge deal from sturgeon, yeah. and I'm not. This is the first time I ever had it, and I'm like, oh, oh boy. You know, what you know he's a redneck. He says the caviar oh, eggs. Caviar, you know what I mean. Caviar eggs. is eggs. eggs. Did you it's, like it? Yeah. It was did you have fantastic. It with, I just had it yuck. on a cracker. Yeah, I was amazed well, how good did, it was. Did you have it with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Lou Alcindor? Both of them. <laughs> Lou Al. He's the guy, not he used to play for UCLA. Gosh, Jeez. I just feel like puking during this. <laughs> But hey, no, so that was but no, but I uh, so yeah. love it. Real quick, your tips and tricks that you use I, I, that you would like to tell the audience. See, I, I'm, not, I'm not as good. I'm not obviously. <laughs> I was the last time the guy got a sturgeon. Yeah, exactly. I've never got one. No, that's okay. fine. No, that's How fine. about this? How about this? How about instead of tips or tricks, best pranks you've pulled out on the ice? Like Give you, us ever, just you one. ever float a log or something underneath uh, to kind of throw somebody off, see if you can catch them napping a Tip little up. bit. No, it, even tricks? if you would do that, you have to hope it goes there. Otherwise, it'll just freeze right to the ice. Oh, like, dude, cool. especially today, every, yeah. like, three minutes, I had to take something and clear off my ice because it was starting to form ice because of how cold it was. Oh, holy shit, it was that cold. Right? Yeah, see, it, just, see it, gets, yeah, it gets cold in, in my hole, but the so rest of it. Well, you got to warm it up, make it a good 45, <laughs> 50 degrees in there. Crank oh, it up. Dude, the high today was negative four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was negative. That was the high. Negative eleven as I got out there. I'm like, it's gonna be a good day. <laughs> Made for a good Valentine's Day. Huh? All the beer was already frozen, so I had to set it up top so it would melt, and then I could it, add, drink it. Good, <sighs> good point there, Appleton Oak. It was Valentine's Day, so being today, that it was Valentine's Day, we today, had an agreement that you, we're gonna wait 
for two weeks because I'm going spearing again next weekend. <laughs> so it's and only gonna, for two weeks? Why, why, yeah. why wouldn't you just go on, do your Valentine's stuff like on Friday night? Cause that's prep day. Cause that was prep day. Yeah. We cut the holes and then I had to make Guys, look at me. Like I just, I just asked him to steal the declaration of independence with him. <laughs> what are you, what are you talking about? Are you I, was guessing, I was guessing by the way. That's prep day. No, no, it is. It is. It was prep day. She was well aware. She, 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 she was getting, she was getting her Thursday. stuff ready too to go. Thursday's, to pre-prep. Thursday's pre-prep day. You got to prep for your prep stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but no, cause we're going to easy that, uh, <laughs> Somebody pull a JBL on this guy and mess with his chair? <laughs> but no, we've agreed that we're going to do it in two weeks. We're going to have our Valentine's two Day weeks. and stuff and have our – and then obviously now. we're going to celebrate the month anniversary as well because she, she, those are important. $46 in Taco Bell. Wait, yeah. did you say one month anniversary? No, months. So it will be our oh. seventh month. <laughs> so one she, month she, no, she likes doing the month anniversaries. Just at least if we just do whatever. So back to the sturgeon sphere. Get yeah. off topic here a little bit. No, well, no, she had fun, but she said she'd definitely only do it one time a year, one day yeah. a year. You guys going to do the $46 at Taco Bell again? Uh, we did quick trip pizza and then fries from Waverly. So I put the fries from Waverly on the pizza. Good for you. Delicious. You yeah. just can't get enough carbs. for Valentine's. I cut it in a heart. Can we ask what you have planned for Valentine's or is that like surprise? Really shoot from the hip. That she boy. washes. I, I didn't ask that what's a boy. going on when you get home. That's when you go sturgeon spearing. <laughs> Smash them burgers. <laughs> just at, like, are you going to someplace nice for dinner? Are you going? Um, to- we're gonna go down to Milwaukee for the weekend. Oh, well, it's yeah, how boy. fancy of you. Mm-hmm. Go take the lake. Should be a little warmer oh, for you too, huh? <laughs> yeah, it should be warmer. Maybe that's yeah. why she did that too, so we can. It's going two weeks when it's back into the twenties. Actually, yeah. I think it's supposed to be. Back well, it's supposed to be the back in the twenties. Hopefully, when I go next weekend. Listen so. to us. Oh, she's gonna, heat wave coming. She's gonna be in the twenties. For Valentine's She's about the teens. She's trying to give that Chilton Hillbilly you guys, uh, you guys do uh, anything fun for Valentine's Day? Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Dave? Dave? No, man. <laughs> Honestly, it was a, a boring year. I was very ill-prepared. Or prepared. Ill-prepared. Ill-prepared. <laughs> Ill uh, but no, I redeemed myself. Got a little, uh, little uh, mini roses along with a... Uh, I always get a balloon. I don't know why I get a balloon. Does anyone else get balloons? Well, yeah, you Sometimes get balloons, then you, balloon. then you light them all off, and you let them all go to celebrate your love, <laughs> right, Dave? You asshole. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't think a balloon if would you, make it this far. In this Chinese, time. So Chinese like lanterns. If you light off Chinese lanterns or let balloons up into the atmosphere on Valentine's Day, I hate you. But, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing, too, fancy nothing too fancy. We just kind of exchanged cards that had little notes in them. So that was about it, and... Nothing fancy. Do you, do you, do you like that's what I like Check to hear. Yes or no. Not setting the bar too high. That's what I like. No. How about, How about you, you we, just, we just stayed in. You know what? My sister and uh, my brother-in-law were going to do some babysitting, and we're like, you know what? Let's um, let's get some food and spend the night in with little man. Our first oh, forty-six dollars at Taco Bell. First, <laughs> not quite. First Valentine's Day as a family. You know, so it's like you get to a point where it's like, okay, well, obviously, you know, just because you get a kid, you don't want to like stop doing. Right, you know the the date night and stuff like that. But on the same time, it's like you get you know he's so little, like you kind of just want to, you know, her work schedule is crazy, and so it was like one of those nights where it's like you know let's just let's stay home. That'll be nice. So we got some food, hung out, and did gifts and nothing wrong with relaxing and stuff like that, and just 
and just took it easy. And to be honest, it was so cold outside. It's like it's okay, hard, anywhere yeah. we go, I suppose that's yeah. Wisconsin, that's Valentine's Day in Wisconsin. But it was obnoxiously cold. And then the other thing is like, okay, are the restaurants going to have you know? Half capacity. Yeah, is you're walking be, into that. Yeah, knows. I mean, you walk into a like. I mean, there's restaurants. You know, we had talked about going to Katsuya, and it's a sushi restaurant here in Appleton. Where on a normal Saturday night, when you know non-COVID year, you know, you can have an hour long wait. Yeah, that place will be packed. And I'm like, okay, are they gonna do like? And I wasn't gonna call, be that guy calling like, do you have full seating, half seating? How long is their yeah. wait gonna be? And a lot of restaurants around here on Valentine's don't take reservations. I know in bigger cities and stuff. You can do reservations, and that's very normal. But a lot of places here in Appleton don't like doing reservations because if somebody doesn't show, then you're sitting there with for 30, 45 minutes with an empty table yep. where mm. you could put somebody at. So for the restaurants here, man, I've talked to some people that own the restaurants. It's like they're like, we don't benefit at all from reservations. Yeah, so that's why no favors would, for them. Why would we do it? Look, if you have a place in New York that's nice. got a three-month waiting list and you know somebody's got reservations there, they're not going to skip. But like, hey, look, if I got reservations at – Katsuya or Victoria's in Appleton and something happens. <laughs> Victoria's, you know, they had their own issues. They did, uh, they, yeah, they did. Uh, Victoria had a handful of issues this year. I see they remodeled the, the outside at least. Oh, did yeah. they? Yeah, well, put in the old college trance. Yeah. To, to your uh, point there, Dave, do you, do you guys feel that it's like a Midwest thing with the no reservations, not counting massive cities like Chicago, but, you know. Well, I know people who areas like this, where it's Fox Valley and. Yeah, they do reservations for like. Look, if you don't do a reservation at Mark's East Side for a fish fry, you ain't getting in there. Forget it. Really, yeah, I mean, some know. places I wasn't Something. going to Mark's East Side. I like Mark's East Side, but that's that wouldn't be a Valentine spot for me. It would be more like a Friday. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, just thinking. I, I was thinking yeah, in general. Saying, I was yeah. thinking in general. Some places yeah. do do reservations, like if you're doing large groups, but a lot of places around here don't. But yeah, so we, you know what? Um, we just decided to stay in. Maybe next year we'll go somewhere. And like I said, it was just I think you know she had worked. You know, 24 hours in the previous, you know, two or three days. And so there's plenty of other days. (laughs) And you said, hey, uh, make sure you put on something nice, too. I don't care if it's negative 11. Put on on the short skirt. That's that's brutal. Even walking from a a parking ramp to a, 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 you know, a restaurant (laughs) or something like that. I mean, that's that's rough. But like I said, I just think between restaurants not being at full capacity and you know the weights and the temperature and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? We'll just uh, we'll have dinner at home. Makes sense. Do you guys have a worst Valentine's Day? Because we're talking about, you know, this year, what obviously with the cold and everything's got to be right up there. I know Diamond Dave's got to have some stories. Back in the hometown, he always talks about New Lisbon being a little Hellraiser back there. He's got to have a story. There's zero stories because as a single guy, maybe very immature, but uh, <laughs> you, never plan, know? You, never, you never plan anything as a single guy to happen on Valentine's Day. So that's what I did. I don't. So I don't have I'm any stories because I was never accidentally like. I've never intentionally tried to plan something while I was single. Okay, but like that's Valentine's not necessary. Day. Maybe just you were dating somebody and you know you had a Valentine's Day story. I'm oh. trying to think of like Valentine's days that I had something go like sideways or something like that, and I can't really like I can't really think of anything. You know, I, I, you know, I remember a lot of days when I was younger and in college and money was tight trying to figure out how you're going to go out for dinner and get a gift that doesn't look like you're cheap. I will, I will say this buying Valentine's day presents when you're, and maybe we can throw a poll question out towards our, our, our listeners here. Balls in your court. Balls in your court. (laughs) 
but buying <laughs> buying Valentine's Day presents shortly after you've started dating can be very very tricky waters yeah. to navigate because you don't want to go like totally overboard and get something somebody that's like super clingy or like oh my god like easy we've only been dating for six weeks hey didn't we but discuss at the same time the teddy bears don't want to yeah we just talked about we, that we did last, talk year. About yeah. it. last year we brought up like yeah. at what age should guys stop buying women's stuffed animal for valentine's day but i think it's a good topic for like what is a good gift ladies you give us some help here, ladies. Like if you're dating between like six and 12 weeks, what is a good gift for a guy to get you for Valentine's Day that says, I put some thought into this. I'm enjoying the time we're spending together. Let's see where this goes, but also doesn't say like, I've already asked my grandma if I can give you her, you know, wedding ring for <laughs> my grandpa. You know, why are you on one knee? <laughs> why are you on one knee after we've been dating for six weeks? No, but what's, what's a good gift for, you know, because reasonable, reasonable gift. Because if you just like, let's say you went on like two dates with somebody and you know, it's Valentine's Day. Then I think like dinner and flowers is fine. I don't know that you necessarily have to be getting gifts. If it's a fresh, hey, we just started dating. But I think between that, like six weeks and a few months is like, you should probably get a gift. But at the same time, you got to be careful with what you get. Guys, what have you got in that situation? And ladies, what do you think is a good gift for Valentine's Day between that six weeks and a few months of dating? That's uh, that's what I want to know. But as far as far as me personally, like any bad Valentine stories, like, look, I've got a lot of I wouldn't actually say I've got a lot of bad date stories. I've got some funny date stories. Um, but on Valentine's Day, nothing. Nothing that pops yeah. up as like being super awkward on uh on yeah, I mean, Valentine's Day. I can bury myself here. I know for a fact that at least three times, whether it was through uh, you know, high school, college, whatever, that I asked to take out girls and didn't realize it was Valentine's Day when I Seriously? asked. Seriously? Yeah, I've done it at least three times. For oh, that, wow. that I remember. So hey, and you could be next. <laughs> so in your head, in yeah. your head, were you thinking like after you realized you got it on, you asked on Valentine's Day, were you thinking like, oh fuck, now I got to spend even more? Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, Diamond Dave. See, I have a February birthday, and apparently the only friend of the Bad Medicine podcast who remembered was Bay Dentistry because they were the only one to wish me a happy birthday. So shout out to them. And when not was, you jerks. When was your birthday? Yeah. February 6th. Yeah. Are yeah, you on Facebook? We were in that whole nope. group. The yes. only reason I know anybody's <laughs> birthday anymore is because Facebook reminds me. If you get a happy birthday from me, there's a 99% chance I didn't remember your birthday. There is a well, your brother remembered. Chance. Yeah. No, so we. That's we, because they, it's a dental list. office. They have everybody's birthdays in their system. Stop and it, Dave. I'm special. That's, <laughs> that's part of what doctor's offices. Hey, hey and they also know your social security no, number too. No, no, not my real one. I don't think we get. No, we don't no, get. Social, just, dental but, offices don't get social yeah. security. Hey, by the way, numbers, yeah, we did send you a text because I said it's well, old man started it. No, I did. I said it's old man Quinn's birthday and then these guys followed up with saying happy birthday and some gifts uh, well, and then you said well I'll take Dave's uh, saying old man's birthday yeah. is happy birthday so yeah. but no so it, Quinn. I have I have seen ah! what I was getting to with my birthday is because Hot you know when it's your birthday that's that's coming up that's your big event and then if you're like me you just kind of forget about everything else that month and ah, nothing else that's really matters birthday. he's one of those guys you that imagine being at month. dinner with somebody you know you didn't have any roses you didn't have any chocolates you didn't have any gifts nothing 
and you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're looking around like, and oh. you see Valentine's decorations. <laughs> That's what happened. And you see Valentine's decorations. You see, on ring, the wall. You see rings and somebody else has glasses. flowers and you're like oh, oh shit. Because how do you like how do you go about I mean that's a it's 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 tricky waters to to like navigate like how to get flowers and stuff like that on a date. Really the only guys listen up. Really the only way you can recover from this, okay, is this. She's got to spend the night, okay? And so if that's not happening and if you didn't get any gifts or whatever, she might not be spending the night. But you got to get her to spend the night. Guys, <laughs> that sounded bad. You got to get her to spend the night. And then what you do is you get up very early and you say, hey, I'm With just going to run consent. some errands. I'll be back. And then the the excuse is, this does go off an old story of mine, not necessarily Valentine's Day. But you go and you get a bunch of stuff to make her breakfast in bed. So you get the pancakes, you get the eggs, you get stuff. And you say, hey, I want to make your breakfast in bed, yada, yada, yada. And then you have the flowers and stuff. And then because you made her breakfast in bed and you had flowers and all that stuff, the next morning, you could say, hey, that she'll forget about it. Because What's the time then, frame? But you can't. But like here's that. the thing. Here's part of this recovery, fellas. Listen. Listen closely. Um, you can't just go somewhere and get flowers in the morning because that looks really the local bad. Gas there station. has to be the breakfast. In, you have to make her breakfast component. And it has to be something decent, Quinn. How long does the relationship have to be before I've got to go do breakfast? Yogurt this and is a, This, this is something go. that's... Uh, the, the, the making somebody breakfast in bed and getting them flowers, this can happen right away and it's not overly clingy and it can happen 20 years down the road and it's still very thoughtful. So guys, listen. Here's, here it is. If you ever forget your Valentine's Day, do your best if you're not already in a situation where she's spending the night to get her to spend the night. Don't be a creep if you're not Speak at that charming. point. Just say whatever. You got to get up early. You'll be back. Don't just leave your house if she's there and not tell her you'll be back shortly because then it might look like you just bailed you on her. got to get a coffee. Or even leave a note. You know, if you wake up and she's sleeping, just leave a note on the door. I'll be back in 20 minutes, whatever. Your three dogs are out. And they, <laughs> dogs are all. Go to the store. Get whatever you need to make breakfast for her in bed. Go a little over the top or even just go to a bakery and pick up something, whatever. Then you can come back with flowers. Is she going to realize that you forgot the night before? Yes, but you're doing something very sweet, making her breakfast in bed. Don't forget the but Starbucks. The next morning, you cannot just go get flowers and then come back the next morning with flowers. You have to you have to <laughs> spice like flowers, it up a few with breakfast in bed. So, yeah, if somebody really loves Starbucks, you could go get some coffee and coffee. Some, some coffee cake or some muffins or something. <laughs> go wait in line for but 45 the, the minutes. Yeah, but the difference is... Is, is there's still something there's still something much different about actually you making yeah, like a breakfast. Putting in the effort. That's yeah, yeah, I'm thinking protein bar and a zag nut. There you go. There you go. Call so it get breakfast burritos and then just put in the skillet quick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just like McDonald's, the, you'll love took it. Took the wrapper off. For and you. folks, it's the thought, yeah. guys. It's the thought that counts. So even if you're a bad cook, you can always free advice from the bad, bad cook like podcast. I, I like think these I, three. I legitimately <laughs> think a lot of women in situations Wait, three, like that. Two. Look, 
I think a lot of women in situations like that would rather have a guy put in the effort and have not such a great breakfast than go somewhere and buy breakfast. Now, look, if you've been dating somebody for two years and you make them shit breakfast, they would probably just They'll say something though, too. I mean, the effort, this is shit, honey. Yeah, that, I mean, but the effort does go, oh, look go at a you. distance. But <laughs> You're a good man. There you go, Quinn. Next time uh, oh. next time you find yourself in a compromising position, uh, so you, you'll, this is shit you'll never forget. For I'd be like, oh. You know, no, I see, what happened to me was uh, there was a couple times in college I remember asking girls out, and they were like, um, that's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and they're being like, oh, whoops, sorry. How about next week? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right, so right. You I got a, I'm busy that day, so yeah, you're right. Let's not do that. I was such so a charmer back in the oh, day. Oh, my God, yeah, you still up in Minnesota? <laughs> Is that where you were at the time? Minnesota? Ah, uh, close enough. Close enough. <sighs> Good enough. Good times. Good yeah. enough. But so you know, Valentine's Day is something else. And uh, hey, if you got any great stories about Valentine's Day or any experiences, go ahead, drop them in the comments down below. We want to know. Seamless. We want to hear interesting Valentine's yeah. Day stories. I wish. I wish. Like I said, I've got lots of interesting date stories and stuff that I can and stuff that I can't share. But I don't know that I have too many crazy Valentine stories other than, like I said, you know, you go to TGI Fridays when you're 19 and keep your fingers crossed that she orders chicken fingers and not steak and shrimp. You know what I think, <laughs> you know what I think the uh, best thing would be? Cobb salad. Is if you <laughs> in the bread bowl. Oh, God. Oh, please, God. I'm so broke. Let her get a Cobb salad, not the steak not and shrimp. Dessert. What do you think you're going to have? You know, I think I'm just going to go with something like, uh, you know, like a, like a chicken sandwich or something so, I'm, something I'm not light, that hungry maybe I'm gonna go with something light I'm just gonna go yeah. to Olive Garden you know get See, that's, how, that's how you do it I'm just gonna stick with the breadsticks you, know? you got anything else that's free back there <laughs> you guys could share like that big salad yeah if you're uh, if you're uh, if fellas if you run a little tight on cash and you go out for Valentine's Day just uh you know, well, if you're on a little tight on cash, you shouldn't be going out on Valentine's Day. Let's yeah, be honest. Creative. Let's be honest, Quinn. You still have to go out on Valentine's Day <laughs> if you're running a little tight on cash. Not this guy. Just I'm gonna to, pull. I'm gonna pull a 180 for us guys. Obviously, right. you guys saw the big news out of Houston. It could be another Valentine for the oh, for all the Packer fans. Valentine's for, Day for all of us for Mr. JJ Watts. I know we had our text messages going. We had some good combo going with that. Now, didn't I say like four months ago that he was going to come to Green Bay? Didn't I say that? Well, it's not official, yeah, but he's, it's definitely it's, not official that he's coming to Green Bay. JJ Watt was but that would look released right there from the Houston Texans. That. Uh, of course, with J.J. Watt having played for the Wisconsin Badgers, uh, he is a hometown hero of sorts, you could say, here in Wisconsin. Pewaukee? Is that where he's from? Yeah, Pewaukee, he Wisconsin. From Pewaukee, Wisconsin. So grew up in Wisconsin, played for the Badgers, um, and spent his entire career in Houston. So it would be uh, a very sentimental move for him to come back. However, this is one thing I will say. And I want to get people's opinion on this. There is definitely a risk or a sentimental danger of having somebody like J.J. Watt return to the Packers if he doesn't produce or if he gets another injury that limits his playing time like we've seen happen in Houston. When you want somebody to come to your team for sentimental reasons, and I honestly, I don't know, when was the last time we had that happen? When Mark Tauscher came back, when they need him to play offensive line, and he was down and, in Madison and eating people, subs. Yeah, and people loved <laughs> Mark Tauscher right here, but Tauscher, I don't even think was revered nationwide like J.J. Watt is. Well, you know what I'm no, saying? He, he, he never got the recognition. No, he but he, one thing I will say about Mark Tauscher is he also played um, 
before really the prevalence of the social media era. That's so Trousher could have been out doing all this great stuff for his community and stuff like that. And, Getting you know, turned le- away at bars. Letting bouncers off easy who should have gotten their asses kicked. <laughs> um, but, um, but uh you know, so Tauscher could have been doing great stuff for the yeah. community, and it wouldn't have been as well known unless the local news runs a story about it. So I don't think there's – I don't know that in my lifetime there's been a sentimental we want him playing for the Packers quite like J.J. Watt. And I think there's a big risk if he comes back and he doesn't produce or he gets injured or, you know, whatever. And then people are like, you know, they like him for, you know, three or four games. And next thing you know, like, oh. They turn their back. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, but at the same Like, everybody time. turned their back on A.J. Hawk and Clay Matthews as soon as they didn't serve their purpose anymore. Yeah, but, but they didn't turn their back on Jared Aberderis, even though he had, like, seven concussions. They still wanted him to be out hey, there we, catching passes. We've taken flyers before that are veterans that weren't sure what their future would hold. You know, Reggie White, Charles Woodson. Santana Dotson. You know, especially, yeah, the Andre first. Nickerson, Hardy Nickerson, pretty much that whole uh, Reggie. Uh, was, Hardy Nickerson wasn't on that one, but no, yeah. but they brought in Eugene Robinson. After. Yep, and then uh, like the year that they lost to the Broncos, they brought in Seth Joyner and stuff like that. So yep. they have done this before, and so. I would assume that he still has yeah. great days. Like Julius Peppers was the most recent one that we brought Peppers. in. Yeah. We're like, what is he going to do? Uh, I, you know, did, I, I thought his yeah, I thought his career was pretty much done he after was a freak Chicago. Athlete. But he yes, free. Yeah. And then even when he left us and went back to Carolina, still produced, still, still was good. produced. Yeah, so, Peppers was a Peppers was so a I huge think, pickup. And, and, and remember, Peppers was kind of playing out of position for us because he was a yep. stand up outside linebacker where Watt has played defensive end in a three four his entire career. Well, and and certainly JJ Watt would be an upgrade. Over just about anybody we have, I would say, you know, I mean, Zadarius is really good, but when he's healthy, or I'm sorry, when JJ's healthy, Zadarius isn't on his level. JJ's a freak. Yeah, when he, but the question, how many many years has he been injured? He seems like, and maybe I'm just like. And he came in in 10, and he's he's had like two season-ending injuries in his career for sure. Yeah, Yeah, he's had that rap, you're right. But you're thinking, you know, you have him at D end, and then you have Zadarius. They'll probably let Preston go because of a cap casualty. This is if they would get Watt, but then you'd have Kenny Clark on the line next to Watt, and then Zadarius can go wherever. And don't forget about my favorite, Snacks Harrison. And then If we we keep him, and then also you have uh, Rashad Gary, that's a nice – that's a nice front four at any yeah, time that you can have yeah. pass rushing to drop the seven in the coverage to still blow. I'll tell you what, if there was ever a season where the importance of a front four oh, um, was it <laughs> showed up, you get or whatever you want to call it, this was this was the year. Those Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for as much as I love Tom Brady, and you fellas know, it is a lot. That front four just wreaked havoc. And uh, did you ever get his jammers? His sweatpants, the Tommy sweatpants or jammers. I told you, I got those at TJ Maxx for like 80% off. All they are is basically they're, you know, like when I they, was just making sure you, you know, he like, was just hoping you know when they Tom's put like the, you know what, you know, when they put like the thermal reflective lining on the inside of clothes, it's supposed to help retain heat. It's like that, but the other material is, is breathable. So it's supposed to keep you warm while still like moisture wicking. Uh, so if we got some of that for JJ, he'd be fine up Atlanta. Yeah, well, I bet he JJ, could give us four JJ more years. Tom Brady he's he's been in Wisconsin for his entire life. What I loved is when he was thanking Houston, he was wearing a Wisconsin sweatshirt. Hey, to yeah. swing to, you know, the injury talk that you guys were talking about, he had uh, a bad stretch in 2016 and 17 where he only played three games in five. 2019, he only played eight. But his most productive sack years went from 2012 to 2016. 
15, where he was 20, 20 and a half, 10 and a half, 20 and a half, and then 17 and a half. Yeah. This year, he only did five sacks. So, but he had nobody else like like because those years that he was good, he had Clowney, so he was yeah, able to get one on ones. Right. This year, he was he he was no, rarely he, he was getting shut down in the Packer game because they could key on him because that was yeah. all they had to worry about. You bring him in here where he's going to be getting one on ones. Well, it's if we totally key on him, story. well then who's going to help out with Kenny Clark? Who's going to help out with Zadarius well, and Rashad Gary? Aren't the Packers a little bit not in? Total cap hell, but yeah, in but a little that, bit of cap hell. But that's why David Bakhtiari has restructured his contract. Freed up eight he's million, like, though. He's like, hey guys, I just signed the richest contract ever for a left tackle, and then I got hurt. Um, feel kind of bad here. It's, Maybe I can help you bring in JJ. Yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, I just built this house a month later. Can I get it refinanced? Already? There's a lot of talk about a handful of different teams he could go to. However, and of course, Pittsburgh being right at the top of that list with his brother playing there. I mean, that would that's be kind of cap hell. That would be kind of neat to see. If Three, would be the three brothers on the right. same team now. Right. All eating Subway sandwiches on the sidelines. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be awesome to see all the Watt brothers on the same team. And I think that would be maybe some NFL history there, That'd give or take. Have three on the same team. I got to match them. But they Just are. wait until Antonio Cromartie's kids all make it. Because he's got 14 of them. Well, and Steelers are way worse than the Green Bay Packers in cap situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be hard for Pittsburgh to get them. But and they're not I would a love contender. to see the 49ers Look, actually Watt get him on the other side of Bosa. Fuck he wants, he wants to go to a contender. There's only like four he teams retired. he's going to go to that have Bosa? a legit shot of winning the Super Bowl. Answer, I'm with you. I think, I think he's coming to Green Bay. And he's, he's made enough money and like he can be done with practice and get up north to that cabin he has in northern Wisconsin. That's, see, that was the one thing I was thinking about Watt is he, he's a guy. So here, here's a guy. Here's a guy. Collins here's a guy who seems like he's probably – you know, been smart enough with his money and his interviews and everything. He seems very level-headed. He well, seems like he's probably been smart enough. like a professional soccer player. Too. Hey, yeah. speaking of, real quick, uh, since you brought that up, his wife plays for the Chicago Red Stars in Chicago. So oh, really? The Chicago know. Red Stars oh, play in Chicago? They do, Andrew. Oh, thanks, Dave. The Chicago <laughs> Red Stars in Chicago. He's not going with the Bears. My whole point you never know. is <laughs> that, look, I think if if he had the opportunity to play for the Packers, that maybe he would play for less money. Like, look, it's it's difficult when you look at these guys that have been in the NFL for if he wants to take less money to be for a lot of years. You know, to. look, if somebody's been in the league for, for four this. years and you don't know how much time you have left, and you have an opportunity to make a ton yeah, of money, because because the the thing is, is like. I mean, people forget the average time in the NFL is what, like four or five years or yeah, something. Yeah. There was for a long. there was a statistic saying that like like how many players made it past from Brady's 2000 draft class. They said like four guys made it past 2012 <laughs> or something. You know, so um, when somebody's only in the league for a handful of years and they get an opportunity to go somewhere for big money, I think it's a business move to take that money. But on the flip side of that, when somebody's been in the year, the league for a, a decade, like JJ Watt, they've made a ton of money. I think at that point, um, from a business standpoint, you could say, okay, I've made a ton of money. If I've invested it even remotely smart, um, between endorsement money and everything like that, I would rather go play for a team I want to play for. You know, unless, exactly. unless, look, yeah. unless somebody gives them a stupid offer for a ton of money that it's like, look, you can't, you just can't justify turning yeah. it down. I think you could see him in Green Bay, but like you said, cap issues and everything. Yeah. Average, average career, 3.3 years. 3.3 but years. for a lot of the players that as a rookie make the opening day roster, they average around a six year career. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's it's up and down. So once somebody's been in the league for 10 years and, you know, they've been making a lot of money, you'd think that at some point, like Andrew said, they're they're more worried about a Super Bowl ring. They're more worried about um, playing for the team they want to play with, whether it be in their hometown or whatever. Um, so you can always borrow money from TJ. There's hope yeah. there. <laughs> or yeah, Derek. Yeah. yeah, you got a pretty wealthy. He's a fullback. He makes a good amount of money. Pretty wealthy family all the way around. Well, see, here's the thing, too, though. Um, I don't think that you necessarily have to worry, and this is to your question that you had down there, Dave, about, you know, would the Packers pay for him? Do they have the money, et cetera? I don't think you can go wrong signing a potential a lock at a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, and all the stuff the Packers can do with J.J. Watt, with the community and everything else. I mean, look what we did with Reggie White. I, I love how the Packers pretty much like, Reggie White never played for the Eagles? What are you talking about? <laughs> he was a Packer forever. He did a Hall of Fame and did everything, you know? And they would do the same thing with J.J. And the story that they could run with that, I mean, like I said, even if he doesn't deliver – at you know sixty percent, seventy percent of what he was, you're still getting the hey, guy. If you, you even know? get JJ Watt at this performance for this season, I still think it's a win for any team. I think it is too. And that's yep. you know, you go back to, you know, and I can talk about it, whether is he injury prone or something like that, but I'm gonna circle back to if I had to pick a question mark JJ Watt versus somebody out of the draft. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, give me J- I'll give you all my draft picks for J.J. Hey, at this me, point. Give me J. Because J. J. as Watt. we saw last week, our draft picks are nothing. Give me J.J. Watt. So hopefully, yep. Andrew, did we have a short list of teams that he was looking uh, at? Well, going Pittsburgh, to? Green Bay, I believe, Cleveland. And Tampa then, uh, Bay Tampa is on Bay. the list. Yeah. Tampa, I thought, was an interesting one on the list. And for him to go to Tampa with the bitterness that is still hovering here in Wisconsin <laughs> over the Tampa loss... And look, there's a possibility with the way the playoffs line up next year. I mean, maybe you could see another Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Battle of the Bay NFC Championship or at least a playoff match. And could you imagine like J.J. Watt coming to Lambeau? Just like uh, destroying Rodgers. Just lighting up Rodgers in a Tampa Bay jersey. His first win against the Packers. It's a a circle back. The most notable teams as of the 12th uh, was Steelers, Browns, Bills and Titans were the highlighted ones, and there's a handful handful more teams interested in J.J. Watt. If he goes to the Bills or Browns, dude, it's dangerous. Him with Buddy Miles Miles Garrett. Garrett. My buddy Miles. Yeah, that's your guy. Throwing helmets at Pittsburgh. (laughs) Throwing helmets. Oh, man, how many times have we as Packer fans just had our head in our hands and just being like, God, would you just sign this guy? Everybody Please. knows it's the thing to do. Please. Just do it. Hey, I don't care. What if I gave you his uh, career stats like this? What's He's a Hall a, of Famer. A, a, three-time <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year, five-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL sack leader, 101 career sacks, which is a franchise record for Houston. See, the Packers could have that record. Mm-hmm. 172 <laughs> tackles for loss, franchise record, and 25 Forced fumbles, another franchise record. And you didn't even talk about the touchdowns he caught. Yeah, I was going to say, you could see them out wide. Yeah, yeah, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, really. I mean, this is, look, this is just one of those situations where it's like, can we just can we just get him in 
for once, in Green Bay, for me, please. Can you do it for me? If he goes to Pittsburgh, you're going to be like, yeah. If he goes to like the Browns. Tampa, you're going to be like, okay, he wants a ring. Yeah. If he goes to like the Browns or the Bills or Tennessee, it's going to be kind of like, okay, he's chasing a ring. But, but not it's not really. like he's chasing uh, too not, hard. It's not like he's really <laughs> chasing a ring. Because who I'm going to put my trust in Baker. Who was it? Was it just Peterson who just came out? Adrian yeah. Peterson? Yeah. Yeah. He literally tweeted. Hey, yo, Tom Brady. I'm going to come play for Tampa. <laughs> he wants to be like Shady McCoy, win two Super Bowl rings without playing a snap the last two years. Well, dude, let's face on, it. In the Super Bowl. You got Tom Brady, who's who said, I want Fournette, I want Gronk, I want A.B. All these players now that are free agents are for sure going to try to get with Tampa first. And if they can't or when they can't or whoever it may be. You know, Tampa's going to be the first look, it's one. Like, it's like putting together the, the like super this, team. Like this, putting, I was going to say dream team, but dream it's like team. putting together this like, hey, we're kind of towards the end of our career super team. Mm-hmm. And if everybody's... Oh, like the Redskins back in the 70s ev- when they did everybody's, that. Everybody's, the Hill gang. But if everybody's us. willing to take pay... Yeah, I'll take a pay cut. You going to take a pay cut? Yeah, I'll take a pay cut. You, you, look- gonna, you got on a pay cut? Yeah, count me in. I get How about money. you? You want to play for the Buccaneers? Yeah, well, you ready for a pay cut? All right, you're on the team. And next thing you know, you got everybody's suiting up. Look, Brown didn't necessarily produce huge in the Super Bowl, but he came up with a couple of big plays. All the touchdowns, did you notice, were from non-players from last year's team. Last year's team. Gronk and Fournette. Gronk, Fournette, Brown. Yep. I mean, Reggie yeah, White in his last year had 18 sacks for the Packers. 18 and was sacks in his, in his last, last year, year. At 38 years old, he was. Oh, had Just, 18 sacks and was NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I would like to say that we maybe I don't even look. This might be nostalgia, but it's pretty hard for me to compare anybody to Reggie oh, White. Dude was just dude was just a man among children. The old one arm hump, just just throwing three hundred and thirty pound tackles. Yeah, I'm gonna throw you. Yeah, a little momentum shift in the hump move, but yep. still. And let's face it, the the times were a little bit, I don't know, lack of a better term, rougher. Yeah, they could yeah. like kill wide receivers going over the middle and probably still do head slaps. Yeah. So I, I completely understand why you say it's hard to compare. You almost have to be like, well, in that decade compared to this decade for Shucks. comparisons. No, I mean, I'm just looking at, I don't see a better defensive player out there right now for the Packers to go and get because they're obviously so close to making a run. They just need that one how guy. About, and imagine the leadership that he brings to the locker room. How about the like merch that. they would the sell? Merch. You tell me, you're going to tell me, you're going to sit here and tell me with a straight face that the second he signs, 10 million people... In Wisconsin, and we don't even have that many people, go out and buy a number 99 Packers jersey. Who's not buying a number? You know what? 10 million people will buy because you buy them for your dogs. You buy them for your kids. You buy one to hang on the wall. Nobody cares about you, Dave. You know? You know, at this point, if we're we're bringing in JJ, we should see if we can get uh, Clay Matthews back back on the team and then next thing you know the the viewership by women goes sky high how did, clay, do, how did clay do this year he didn't play he sat out he was lifting weights wait wait what you didn't make and a team no, nobody signed him <laughs> what i suppose man he got drafted in 05 though didn't he yeah 09 who was 05 hawk yeah, hawk. yeah. Mm-hmm. Real no shit, Matthews didn't play anywhere, did he? No, nope. oh, we gotta get him back on the sauce, man. Is he get off or what? <laughs> get him back in the O2 chamber. I, I hear definitely that's the don't big think thing. he. I don't think he got off of anything. I no. just think uh, teams kind of said, well, once he started getting blocked one on one by tight ends, it was kind of. Uh, 
kind of done. He needs to get on that Marvel diet. He needs to. Yeah, yeah. Marvel. He needs those pistachios and then dealing with Sasquatch. Push, push that gas down a little bit harder there, Clay. When in doubt, <laughs> what do you got to lose? Yeah. You know, was there a single NFL player busted for performance enhancing drugs this year? I don't oh. think uh, there was much uh, reported on that. I think they were worried <laughs> about wasn't. them. You're gonna tell COVID me protocol. you had an entire yeah. NFL season with 53 man rosters. 57, actually. 57. Not one. Not one guy. Not even hey, a practice we're clean. guy. It got we're clean. reported. Clean. Not one guy. Every hit of hey, how many Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave, we're not doctors. Wait, we're not doctors. Guys, we're not doctors here. For this. So 57 times 32. Uh, 1,824 players in the league, and not one was using performance-enhancing drugs. We might have to dig. Or got caught doing so. But, yeah, definitely didn't make any headline news. Yeah, it wasn't news. like it was big-time news that, it, that they got suspended. Well, nobody, actually, nobody cares when you're your left tackle off the practice squad. can't tie his own shoes. Technically, Just I guess, Will uh, Fuller was you know, suspended for substance. Uh, he's just a so, big, dumb that, pork rind eating lineman on the scout team. Yeah, but there was that <laughs> substance abuse is just different from performance. Right, I'm just saying it's that's the closest thing that got if, reported. If they, uh, if they legalize marijuana nationwide, this was a discussion that was had recently that was yeah. pretty interesting, saying if they, need, if they legalize marijuana nationwide and it's a federal thing and across every single state, would it then be well, legal for the players? No, because it's, it's still up to companies. You know, like mm. if you... If company X doesn't want their employees doing it, it doesn't matter if it's illegal or not. Testing for weed? Are they really? They're, I had to take a drug test for my job. Are they busting dudes for weed though? Or are they? Just well, I don't want to make sure you don't roll in. We're all fucking coked out. Ah, here, guys. <laughs> Jeez, Ready to go. Half the jobs in this <laughs> but country. That's... People would probably be better if they were here. Well, eat this. Yeah. Oh, Imagine this podcast. <laughs> you relax a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I also wanted to talk to you guys about uh, the new recut for the Justice League, the Zack, Zack Snyder cut for the Justice League. I can't wait to see that. When is it coming out? March 18th. March 18th. On HBO Max only. You know, they, they tease this shit so far in advance to try to build this up. And I get it. It's like, hey, you play the trailers in the movie. Um, I feel like... Everybody feels that the Justice League could have been so much better, and we got told a million times over that just wait that uh, you know that they they kind of screwed Snyder over. Well, let's face it, DC Studios are pretty incompetent compared to Marvel. So, if you look at the if you have watched the original Justice League, you could tell that was a total studio cut. Just get it together and then force it out as fast yeah, as you can. Yeah. I couldn't get past the CGI of the upper lip of I yeah. God, how stupid was that? And couldn't then, shave his mustache because Tommy didn't want him and Tom Cruise didn't He want had him contracts, man. Hey, he couldn't shave his mustache. Mission Impossible is a better movie. It, well, played. Mission Impossible, that franchise is fantastic. He played a good bad guy. Yeah, he was so great. That. Little wooden, but good. But no, like, now this one, Andrew and I were talking about how uh, the the director cut for Batman versus Superman, even though it was over three hours, made much more sense when you watch mm-hmm. that because they took out all the important pieces that made everything connect. Both our moms' names are Martha. Oh my god! <laughs> Not <laughs> saying it was the greatest all movie. What is, was that actually in there? You're shitting me. Yep. Come on, don't bullshit me. Hey, come on. Kevin Costner was also Superman's dad. You would appreciate that in the movie. God, wow. Kevin That's Costner. True. Love him. I guess my question is to you guys now with the fans who preached, give us the Snyder Cut, they gave in, they're giving you the Snyder Cut now because this was a fan movement for like two (laughs) plus years. 
Are you guys interested in seeing the now highly anticipated? Of course, I want to hear from the who's answer. Not, who's the not, who's not going to not see it? Who's well, you have to watch it? I mean, you don't even because <laughs> we, we tried watching Aquaman and he could. No, oh, this is stupid, dude. He, Aquaman he talks, was he talks bad. to fish. You agree oh. with me and turned it off. Don't you sit there and try, try to try to do watch it. I did fully watch the whole movie. Though. Did you see him with his shirt off though? Andrew? Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. It's physical specimen. No, I uh, so it's like I, I jokingly say obviously the mustache thing, but no, it should be it should be really good because it should, like Dave said, you know, tie everything together. You can actually tell the whole story. So because Otherwise, it's going to be like a match in NXT where it just go, go, go. doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, hey, you're being a little hard on NXT. Oh, sorry. Raw. Raw. Yeah, there you go. So that's where you watch NXT. Every little thing matters, right? Or you just watch. Just get to the spot for yep. the oh shit moment. Exactly. Where, where is there? It's so just you, oh shit spot. Oh shit spot. Oh shit spot. No in between to tell us what's so going on. So real quick, the biggest thing in this that actually trended today was uh, the Joker. That piece that they had of Jared Leto in there. With just not even close to what he was in the first one, right there. That guy, they're trying so hard to be like, no, guys, it was really a good movie. This time, we're going to give you the Zack Snyder cut. It's like, guys, you screwed up. It sucked. Everybody knows it. Stop trying to fool me. Look, That's I, will, I will say that. Um, I will say that DC is reaching just because, and and you know, and I, I want to reserve judgment because I want to see this because look, you've heard all over, all over the years when certain directors want to cut shit out of movies. You've heard stories about movies. Oh, they were going to cut that scene out, you know? And then it's like the, um, I watched even before, and I know Quinn won't be crazy about this, but there was a holiday series called the movies that made us. And they did this big, long thing on Alf with Will Ferrell and, um, and, uh, with with John Favreau, is that his yeah. name? Favreau. He had to fight the studios on it because they wanted to cut out like some of the major major scenes. Like, no, this is this is like important. You know, this like tells you got you to leave it in, and then you leave it in, and then you think about like how integral that played, how integral of a role that played in the movie, and you think, well, that movie would've, that would have been stupid if they took that out. You know, just and like so, uh, Quinn and I with watching Tokyo Drift. Yeah, how it we, we watched different. the we watched the deleted scenes, and it gives you more of Twinkie. It gives you more of backstories. Sean, yeah. Little Bow Wow totally changes it. Oh, Twinkie. Okay, Twinkie. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were being serious for a second. Are you being serious? No, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, the movie. You watch the deleted scenes. <laughs> they do it, and then there's a wasabi. He, he scene. can handle wasabi, not like uh, somebody I know. Shut your mouth. <laughs> no, no, but no, so but I'm, see, I'm definitely going to watch yeah. it. But I and so and I, and I and I really want it to be good. I do. I really want it to be good. I love uh, uh, I love Henry Cavill. You know some of the other DC stuff. I haven't been crazy about, but um, I'm 100 percent going to watch it. I just feel like DC in general. Has kind of shit the bed compared to Marvel. Um, Maybe they oh, can big get. Time. I, I didn't. You know, I wasn't crazy about Captain Marvel. I thought that movie sucked if terribly. That, if that movie legitimately um, made a billion dollars, I'll eat this cup. You know, I, I thought that Captain Marvel was was horrible. Um, but other than that, I thought most of the uh, the Marvel movies were pretty awesome. The second Thor movie I thought was a little weird. Oh, the a dark lot of world. people, yeah, a lot of people. Dark did. world. Then they, then they came back with Ragnarok. And yeah, it was just. Saved Thor. I mean, Thor Ragnarok was just so 
incredible. Just you know, over the top. Chris zany. Hemsworth, do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, well, the comedic timing in there. It, is, well, the comedic timing, like the added care, the big stone guy who's like, like yeah. really, really chill. Cork. You know, and then they had the Hulk in there, you know, baby muscles. <laughs> you know, I mean, Ragnarok was was incredible, but there's been a couple. There's been a couple of duds with. Um, with uh, with Marvel too, but not like in their yeah, yeah. yeah DC's. I still haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984 yet because I have I have yet to see a person say it was good. I've heard yeah, it was okay, it and I've heard it sucks. But I have yet to see a person actually give it a good review. Now there's some movies where I'll go to and just be like, eh, I was entertained, so for me that was worth my money. But you know, sometimes you hold some of these superhero movies to a higher standard, yeah, and. Uh, I have yet to hear anything good about that, and I, I haven't gone to it. I've been waiting, to be honest with you. I've been waiting for a good movie to rent out, like these theaters, mm-hmm. you know, with me and my brother for our nieces and nephews, like stuff. They jacked the price and us. And us. Now right? it's one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just up. keep going up. I think people were doing it. It was a yeah. hundred bucks, and you could have twenty people in there. And yeah, now it's one hundred and fifty, and they give you twenty five bucks worth of concession. Makes money. The, the I guess the problem I have with uh, with this is why do these studios? Studios, I'll use that vaguely because who knows who it is, think they know better than the director. I mean, like I said, they That's were telling screwed up. They were telling John Favreau what to do in Elf. This guy basically saved and then created the entire Marvel universe. The, all of Hollywood, whatever studio that is, that he's making billions of dollars for him, should just be kissing his feet yeah, every day saying yeah, thank you. Oh, Star Wars, you're talking about. Well, yeah, no, he's, well, he's, no, he's, he's started, started Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, started Marvel, mm-hmm. and then he also did yeah. Mandalorian that you know was caught on like wildfire. <laughs> he's like, what, really? You guys are going to tell me? You're going to tell me. You're telling me what I can and cannot have in my movie. That's that's what you're saying, right? That's I'd go Tony Soprano. Well, for some of the big geeks out there, they they are – or the big nerd, Superman nerds, they're all pumped up too because now in the original, original cut was supposed to be uh, Superman in his black suit. The studio took it out. Now in this, we are seeing – Superman in his black suit. I just want to see more of Ben Affleck as the nightmare where he's actually killing people in the desert. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so if they have more of that, maybe I'll be in for well, it. Well, he is the first Batman that they showed killing someone. So That's because of the dragon tattoo on his back. I'm telling you. Dragon tattoo. <laughs> dragon tattoo. I'm, to Dave's point, I am yeah. uh, as well holding reserve, but I am – Actually, kind of pumped up to see what they're going to do with the Jared uh, Jared Leto Joker. I'm going to see how they tie it in because mm-hmm. right now it kind of makes no sense, but I do want to see how they're going to tie it in. Yeah. And then also, I want to see it actually make sense with the pieces now put into play with his cut because it there's rumors that this actually might be four hours long because it's his last DC movie. Yeah, well, and and that's so. fine. I mean, if, if anything. Look, we've seen from Lord of the Rings that you can have a long-ass movie. If people are into it and they like it and it's well done, they'll Irishman. watch it and it'll make a ton of money. Irishman. So, oh, so here's what they were going to cut out of Elf. And I know I'm circling back to this. Yep. The scene, the sing-along scene where, and this to me was like when I watched it, and I, can't, I apologize for not remembering it, but you know where they sing, you know, the, like you, you, the, the, the part where they're all singing Santa Claus is coming to town and that's what gives him the the energy and then finally the little kid yells at james Kahn for not singing along and then he sings along and that gives you know the spirit meter enough to take off they were going to uh 
They were going to cut that out. It says the powers that be at New Line Cinema tried to make the change to the ending and other elements of the movie to make it better suited for fans of Will Ferrell's recent comedy smash hit Old School. Meant taking out the heartfelt moments and making it more like comedy. Luckily for everyone, the crew, the crew refused to let that happen. The studio had agreed to have a test screening of Favreau's original cut. So they were going to take out the scene, like the, the most heartfelt, the most part. heartfelt scene in the movie, where you know the girl stands up on the car, starts singing. They cut to the bars. If the biker bar singing "Santa Claus is Coming to Town," and the spirit meter is getting there, it's getting there, it's getting there, but it's not there enough. And the kid notices James Conn's not singing. And to me, you cut that scene out, and that whole movie is fucked. And this is maybe what they did to these guys. I'm one, you know, now that you're pulling that up, we're talking about that and we're talking about this and all the, these director cuts. I wonder how often studios are doing this to directors, you know, and then it probably, ha- probably happens all the time. Made a difference in Blade Runner and that was Ridley Scott they were telling what to do. Gosh, <laughs> I can only imagine. I, I would love to get a uh, director on here and be like, how many times did you have to well, How often studio? does this actually happen? They probably Is it like, like every all movie? the time, you know? Yeah. Oh, they... At, well, every day they're doing the where they review what they did the day before, and they're always getting notes from the studios. You know, they should every everyone should come out on the DVD with like, oh, here's by the way, here's the extended, <laughs> just, unreleased version of the, the cool studio. shit the studio didn't want to do. <laughs> burying them. Here you so, go. Sorry if it's just uh, it's paper with a flame on it. We couldn't pay for the actual CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, real quick, <laughs> storyboards. Uh, so I'm just seeing this now, but uh, Leroy Butler when uh, they did. Bakhtiari's uh, contract restructure. He, he tweeted out, "I wonder who the Packers are creating cap for." It's a, it's a lead pipe lock of who the else, week. JJ Watt will be a Packer. Big, what other big name free agents do we have? There's going to be a lot yet uh, because with the way that the salary cap is now going down, we're actually going to see the probably the most talented free agent class in a long, long well, time. So there's going to be a lot of studs. Everybody's dumping their quarterbacks for whatever reason. Yeah, there are only know? two quarterbacks are on lock. The rest of the quarterbacks, oh, yeah, you got to talk to yeah, the owners. Yeah, we can get rid of them. Yeah. But real quick, That's before it. we got to wrap up here, Dave, you got three minutes to talk about a movie you wanted to talk about on Netflix. Yeah, so the number one show Start on Netflix right now, the number one show on Netflix, the new murder crime movie crime scene the vanishing at the cecil hotel you guys if you are into watching movies tv shows whatever this is a four-part series on netflix about a girl uh, this is this is a true story um you know a handful of years ago she went missing she was a um uh, an asian girl um from uh, Canada that went to LA to check out things. She wanted to explore a little bit, goes missing. There's this super creepy elevator video of her last moment seen alive that went viral and whatever. So they finally made a documentary on it. On it. Now the Cecil hotel in Los Angeles built in the early 1900s was very fancy. As the years went by, it kind of became slummier and slummier. And so you had a mix of low income housing, people coming out of prison. It was right by Skid Row in LA, which is like tent cities. Um, so it was a very interesting crime documentary. Spoiler alert. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So it started off as a very interesting crime Boy, documentary. They had the police talking about the videos. They brought, they interviewed hotel people, um, detectives and things like that. And it is a very weird, this girl goes missing. Now we find out as it goes on that she suffers from some pretty severe bipolar issues um, that could explain some of her behavior. She had a lot of internal struggles that she dealt with or dealt with rather. 
um, that really complicated the whole going missing thing because she visited an area where a lot of crime happens and a lot of bad things happen, a hotel with a history of violence happening there. So it was this pretty uh, enigmatic story. Um, then the interesting part, kind of where the movie lost me, spoiler alert, not movie, four-part series, spoiler alert, the internet sleuths. Now, when we remember watching Don't Fuck With Cats, the internet sleuths are the one who essentially solved this. So it was very interesting that people from the internet were able to come together and essentially solve a crime that led to murder of other people. Um, the internet sleuths failed miserably in this show. <laughs> However, there was so much weird shit with this girl's disappearance and her death that I don't fully, fully blame the internet sleuths. Um, one very sad thing is they did think they found a suspect and they were like bullying him and the guy tried killing himself. Because all of a sudden the whole like internet is cyberbullying this dude who was like into death metal and stuff like that. And he tried killing himself and they were totally wrong. Oh, he's got video of himself at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, well, it was from a year earlier and he was yes, in Mexico shooting music famous. videos when this was done. So um, at the end of the day, it was a very interesting documentary. Started off very strong, finished a little weird. Um, I guess the big lesson you can take out of it is just um, how impactful, um, you know, bipolar disorder and depression can be on an individual state of mind, their decision-making skills um, and, and how sad that can become, but also lessons on, you know, people on the internet um, needing to chill sometimes and they're not the police, but I will say, I, I will wrap it up and say this one. It, it's, 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 a, it's a, only a four part series. So it's something that you can definitely binge in a day. Each one is, is 53, 54 minutes. So there's four parts, each one about an hour long. Um, it is pretty captivating. It does not get better as it goes on. It kind of gets a little cheesier, but it's still very interesting. Um, Netflix did a pretty good job with it. It is their number one movie or number one on Netflix in, in the world right now. But uh, again, it's kind of a, a lesson on um, all that stuff. And, and again, I will finish by saying that there is some sketchy shit that goes on, I think, between the hotel and the LAPD. That's kind of my final thought. Like, yep. They, you know, they, they ruled it the death the way they did. I know I said spoiler alert, but I won't say that just in case. They ruled the death the way they did. Point a lot of fingers at the internet sleuths. There's still some shady shit that needs to be answered by the LAPD and uh, the hotel management, which I doubt we'll ever get. But if you are looking for a good program on Netflix, I will say this one is pretty good. It didn't end the way I wanted it to. It was definitely not as good as the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker incredible show um, about that this one is Curtin not was real slash this one yeah it was it was disturbing <laughs> this one's not as good as the night soccer but still worth a watch and bonus before we wrap this up if you haven't seen yellowstone i cannot recommend that enough i finally got around to watching it it's been around for three years now um, fourth season supposed to come out in june with kevin costner imagine like the coolest like mafia movie you've ever seen in your entire life but it's happening like in, in Montana. Montana with ranchers and stuff. <laughs> and it's so badass. And I just could, I'm like, eh, what is it about? It's about ranchers in Montana. It, the, the character development, the storyline, the twists, the turns, the, the, it's just some badass shit. Like you're watching, you're like, oh, sh you know, when you're watching a movie, you're like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> like something's that good. Hey, the, that was me. Every episode of Yellowstone. Oh shit. The thing that I so, wanted to ask you about, uh, about this movie the, the hotel movie on netflix yep. is that shot like 
a documentary like Making a Murderer was, or is it more like Mindhunter, where it's actors and they're no, no, no. So it's it's shot it. as a documentary. So okay, they're talking is. to the LAPD. They're talking to hotel management. Okay, gotcha, um, gotcha. They're talking to some of the top internet sleuths. The person that created like the main Facebook page. Um, the the internet sleuths people get really weird at some point because they feel like they have this like great connection to the case. Like they were we need we need answers and why is the autopsy not out yet? And you you do find yourself being like. All right, internet people. <laughs> Just chill. chill. Over, but I will say, like I said, when the movie don't or the Netflix thing Don't Fuck With Cats came out, the internet people, like, they were on top of their shit. And the police <laughs> completely shit the bed with that. And the internet people caught a murderer. So somebody who went from animals to, like, people and the internet caught them. And the way they went about it, oh, those Canadian internet people. <laughs> That's cold. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Eh? sorry about uh, that. Eh? But no. So anyhow, number one show on Netflix, Crime Scene, The Vanishing at Cecil Hotel. I'll give it about a three out of five stars. If you're bored and you need something to binge, um, check that out. Otherwise, if you haven't watched The Night Stalker, definitely watch that before you watch this. And if you don't mind spending some money or you have some sort of program where you can whatever and you want a much longer binge, Yellowstone. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on other options. But Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, absolutely phenomenal. So a couple things for your uh, your two binge list. We'll, we'll get through the winter somehow. We'll do we'll it. We'll get through this cold. Oh. Spring's on the way. I got it. Take gotta, it home, man. Got to kill some dinosaurs. So that's right. So for Diamond Dave Damone, the Afton Oak up to 1,048 poses. Mason Quinn, I, of course, am the answer. Good night now. Utah, give me two. Give me two. two.